0: Welcome back to the square. I am your host Curtis the Fifth, and I
1: am Curtis the Fourth.
0: Ooh, divisional playoff weekend was quite the treat for us here. Um, we are going to dive into all of the games. We'll recap them all. Get those out of the way. You guys know how it works. We'll talk about some news, some headlines, and, and injury reports uh, moving forward for the conference championship. We are this, this season is going by too fast. Um, it is now and we'll make our game picks as well uh, to wrap things up Uh (laughs) Um, but like I said you guys already know how this works so let's kick it off let's start with Saturday Uh, the ones have fallen Um, we are you guys at this point have watched the games but we're gonna recap them anyway because there's so much to talk about Um, clearly I didn't I didn't know this was possible I didn't know you could get sacked nine times and still win a football game but you, you most certainly can if you're Joe Burrow
1: yeah, Justin Fields has so something, to, to something to learn here. I don't know. You know Justin just, Fields needs a team around. Him I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> it's a very, very sad joke that we're doing here. But, you know, there's no way possible you're supposed to even be in the game, let alone win the game. And well, when
0: you got the other opposing quarterback turning the ball over three times,
1: yeah,
2: Ryan
0: Tannehill showed up. Ryan Tannehill I, of York. you
1: know. Ryan Tannehill of Miami, you, you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, Adam Gase I, I, I feel like a lot of crazy analogies today, but it's like getting a, an invitation to a party, you know, an office party, but all the top execs, you, you're you like one of the low low execs, but all the top execs got invites, but you're the only one who showed up. That was, that was Ryan Tyne Hill. Like, dude, I don't even think you even took the temperature of the room. This is the Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, party right now. That this this is what's <sighs> movers and shakers and you are kinda like the yesterday's news right now. And respectfully you gotta invite, but you really wasn't supposed to come and show up.
0: I think Tennessee found out <laughs> on Saturday that it's time to get a, a real quarterback in there.
1: Wow. Wow. I don't know if I'm gonna go that far, but <laughs>
0: I you can't win with him. You you cannot trust Ryan it,
1: Is it really Ryan Tannehill that's losing them playoff games per se?
0: Not over the losing playoff games, no. This game, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: this game was a hundred percent Ryan Tannehill's fault. Mm. There's no, you can't blame it on anybody else. I understand. Yes, you you went to give the ball to Derrick Henry 20, to, uh, 20 carries, sixty two yards. It, he was only able to get sixty two yards. It's not very efficient. Three point one yards per average uh, on average there. Right. And he had a touchdown, uh, but yeah, a this camp. is a man who broke his foot, had a steel plate put into it. I think like four pins put into it uh, was expected to be season ending and he wasn't coming back, but this specimen of a human was able to quickly heal up and quickly rehab and then be able to play an NFL game again. Mm -hmm. Like that was not supposed to happen this year, but he did come back and he did give you somewhat production and he kept him on schedule for the most part. But Ryan Tannehill, you can't have three interceptions and expect to win the game. You can't give Joe Burrow three opportunities to go down the field and score and expect to win the game, especially when one of those came when at your plus five yard line.
1: You, <laughs> no, I you you are absolutely right, and and I'm I'm saying you can even have turnovers. I'm not even going to knock that, but three tu- interceptions to one touchdown, dude. I would have gave you two, but three—that's too many.
0: On top of the fact that the first play of the game was an interception. Mm. And you you basically flipped field position on one that was at the five-yard line. And then the last one came on a drive where you guys were just maybe, what, 15 yards out of field goal range?
2: hmm
0: So, like, all of those interceptions came at crucial times as well. It wasn't like, oh, this happened. And, like, yeah, the first one was the first quarter, and it was the very first play of the game. but. That's That's setting up your whole damn day. like, right. like you, you got to start off. You, like you, that was your game script, and Jesse Bates picked you off. Like they he read you to filth on that play. right. <laughs> he knew exactly where you wanted to go with it. He baited you into throwing it and then picked it off.
2: Yeah. So like
0: th- this game was like, Mike Rabel, I'm sorry for you, dude, like you 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 tried. <laughs> uh, Derek Henry. That was a valiant effort trying to come back and in and play in, in, in playing this game. The entire uh uh Tennessee defense. That was a that by hold that on, was a great effort on. by the Tennessee's defense. Please,
1: please, you gotta mention AJ Brown. I wasn't done. Oh, you're going there last. Laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. you just kind of skated around. Go ahead. Yeah, no.
0: AJ Brown, five for one forty two and a touchdown. This dude was playing out of his
1: mind. Did you see the touchdown play? Yeah,
0: I saw the whole game.
1: <laughs> the one hand catch. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't oh, even cover completely. Out. He just le- literally just hand. let it fall in there, right? <laughs> just right, right there, right there. Like, like a little Nerf commercial or something. Like okay, what the? I seen this back in the '80s. Like this was toying with this day. Damn... Yeah,
0: he had himself a day, and it was it. I and this and everybody on Tennessee did their job, except for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, because um, his job is literally his job is what. They wanted San what what they wanted out of San Francisco in in Jimmy Garoppolo, just don't turn it over. We everybody else will win us the game. You just don't lose us the game.
1: No, that's that's fair. Um, until like you were saying, how does a team give up? How does a quarterback get sacked nine times and still win the game? I'm just going to say this with this caveat: What has been our issue with Cincinnati from day one? I
0: I, I was going to get to that. That offensive line is atrocious
1: and. I have been waiting to see this problem manifest itself. And it did finally in this week. I was like, and here goes that offensive line. Listen,
0: this is the thing that gets me. It's not even (laughs) the nine sacks. I don't know how many plays they ran, but he was pressured on 68 of them.
1: Yes, he was.
0: (laughs) Are you kidding me? 68 plays and you're you're pressured on? I can't that number is unfathomable. I've never seen that number so high on ESPN stat stat tracker.
2: Right.
1: That's damn near every damn play he was pressured. Like I, it was just it was an all out blitz it, the whole <laughs> game. And I when I was saying that offensive line, the one we've the one we have been called out on <laughs> week in and week out all year that made a statistical anomaly, you know, and yet I was like, and it was like, oh, and finally it caught up to them.
0: Yeah. But
1: then it's Joe and, Burrow. <laughs> but wait, that's not the end of the story. And and here we go. And Two people on this team make me,
0: like, uh, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Two people on this team make me, like, so happy to watch because of just how unshakable they are. Joe Burrow and Evan McPherson. Mm. Just unflappable. like they cannot be shaken. And the fact is, again, 68 pressures on on Joe Burrow n- got sacked nine times an NFL record ties the NFL record for most sacks in a, in a playoff game and still being able to pull out the win. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow didn't flinch. he didn't he never chewed out his offensive line, which I think there's at a certain point like after maybe sack five or six, you go like, come on, guys. I need to, I need at least two seconds to just just give me a little bit more time, type type deal. But he didn't even do that. He was just like, nope, I'm gonna go. Let me see it. Like, like who who was open the quickest. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's on that tablet, just like, okay, that's what I missed. That like he's he's taking all the blame. He's taking the brunt of it. He's like, I like, I just gotta be better. Like and and he what and he would just go back out there and he'd just do it. And it was just like, he can't be shaken. He's mm-hmm. not you Cincinnati has found a guy when the pressure is on and when things get tough, which in Cincinnati, things are going to be tough. You mm-hmm. found the one guy who is just not going. He, he's not going to make any excuses.
2: Mm-hmm. He's
0: going to go out there and he's going to put in the work. He's going to go out there and he's going to give 110% effort and he is going to lead the team. He is going to just show by example, this is what we got to do. This is the amount of work we got to put in, and we are going to do everything that we can to give our t- chance, er, ourselves the best chance at winning a football game. Mm-hmm. And you leave it in a dude like Evan McPherson's hands. This dude is just automatic. He he just does, does not care. They the, when they kneel, knelt, kneeled it down mm-hmm. to end the game and start to run off that clock. Or uh, they put it on the. I think they were trying to just put it on the hash that he wanted um before they caught that timeout to end the game i was like oh wow 52 yards like i kind of wish they would have just handed it to joe mixon and and got a couple more just just get it a little bit closer right but apparently what happened there is evan mcpherson looked at the coach he said are you ready he was like you tell me when i'm going in and then he's over there i think he's warming up with uh i think his name's brandon something I, i don't know it's the punter over there um and he's warming up with him and as they were coming Kevin off the Huber. F- uh, yes. he he's over there warming up with him and he turns and he looks, they kneeled it down. Joe Burrow is coming off the field and he takes another practice kick, does the swing. He apparently turned to Joe Burrow and the rest of those guys and was like, well, looks like we're going to AFC championship games. And then walks out there and kicks a 52-yard field goal to do it. As a rookie kicker in the NFL, just all the confidence in the world to go out there and drill it.
1: Yeah, he was the Matt Gay that he was supposed to be. <laughs> oh my god, I like players like that. I just, I like, I just like gutsy shot callers. Like, I'm oh my shooter. That they want to call
2: it. Yeah, Shooter McPherson <laughs> over there. <Yeah.
1: laughs> he shot his shot, and he made it. <laughs> so <laughs> this dude is um. If y'all ain't known about this guy, there's there's some kickers out there on both sides of the conferences. I'm just saying, there's a new crop of kickers that's out there just as well. I know we don't we got a kickers They're like, but that's hey, what it's come down you to. You watching Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals football, you want to understand how they got to the AFC Championship. He was a big reason how they got there.
0: Evan McPherson, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase is how they got there.
1: I like how you always keep T Higgins out of there. <laughs> I, I just T. Higgins did his thing. You know he what? does. T T. Higgins is just that good. He's just gonna be just that silent yeah. threat. Like, he, he I don't know how he got in that role, but they was like, dude, here you go. I watched
0: this game. I don't know how he got seven receptions for 96 yards. I don't remember it. He is a
1: tactician, <laughs> man. He does stuff. You ain't even playing. Yeah. Because there's so much <laughs> over here with the Bells and whistles with the Jamar Chase and the, and the and the Joe Burrow, they just ringing bells and stuff. And, all, and man, look at us and streamers and all this other type of stuff. And t- t- you got T Higgins is over there just I'm doing his thing. I'm gonna take my cut here, right? And they it keep it there. moving, right? <laughs> and I mean, and, and, and true. I mean, granted, I did notice this because you don't see this often. Uzama was seven for seventy one. I'm Like what? <laughs> like I'm like he did his best Tyler Boyd impression. <laughs> literally <laughs> basically because where was you top two for 17 dude? so sorry and yeah, we had this discussion yeah he has to time go. to go he has to go bruh <laughs> that ain't gonna get it i they got the win and you st- no, you already know he has to go
0: with the guys that are going to be available in free agency in the way that joe burrow has conducted himself i would not be shocked to see one of the big names go over there
1: could you imagine juju going over there
0: could you imagine Devontae Adams going there?
1: Man, don't throw any stuff. No, I cannot. I cannot. I don't. Do. You don't need another there's threat. There's no cap. In the AFC. There's no cap room for them. There's no yes, way they have all nah, the cap room in the world. They got a bunch him. of rookies over there. They need to. They need to block for this man now. Yeah, they, they do
0: need to fix that like, first. They gonna,
1: they Dante Adams they ain't gonna be no earthly good to anybody without Joe Burrow. So I'm like <laughs> Joe Burrow dead.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: You can, if you ain't just protecting your asset, what what is the point of all of these, this high powered offense? It, it does not matter. You can't do this with um. What's his name? What, what's the backup? Does it even matter who the back?
0: I is? I don't know. who the Is it AJ McCarron?
1: I'm going right Is he now. still over there? He might be. No, I, I think I, AJ McCarron. I don't think Q- it's him. It was somebody else who played. I, 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 when it, when it comes, I'm like, it was this dude. It's Hold on. 10 seconds. 10 seconds here.
0: I really can't remember who it is.
1: Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. Brandon Allen.
0: Oh, wow. God, yeah, I would never have thought it was Brandon Allen. Mr.
1: Five-year. Five years in the league. But that's my point. Been five years. Mm -hmm. I feel
0: like Brandon Allen's been there for a decade. (laughs) Mm,
1: Five years. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brandon Allen. With these, you give me all the receivers you want. Brandon Allen is not gonna get it done. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know anything (laughs) about this guy. I don't know about his life. What what he think. What he thinks about things. I just don't think he can get it done. that's my point. They have to address the offensive line. That game should have exposed. Look.
0: There's a lot that of offensive linemen out there this the top season. Right. That want, has got to be priority number one. Number two's gotta be shoring up the defense, just getting depth on defense. And, and number three,
1: thing. you wanna get a shiny bill, leave it very general. Then go address that. Yeah. Whatever's left whether
0: it's a backup out. running back or another receiver, it doesn't matter. But that's gotta be the bottom of the list. Cause those those two things, offensive line and just depth on the defense. Yes. That is what's going to keep them from getting to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. And if you want to, and they want to, end, to stay in contention as one of these top, top four, top five.
0: Yeah. They have a real good shot at taking over the AFC North.
1: If they want. Yeah. They actually do. And the only
0: team that I would actually truly be like afraid of for them is Baltimore once they get Lamar Jackson fully healthy back. And, and get the, a freaking wide receiver, and that's Baltimore. what I'm saying. What the hell are you and doing?
1: You're gonna have to stay ahead of the curve here, so you got to be forward thinking here. With, they with have Cincinnati. a real
0: good shot because they've got a ton of cap space. Uh, I mean, they have a pretty low draft pick now, but <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, they they're gonna have the opportunity at improving the roster.
1: What, take the draft picks that you like as you were saying. Address what needs to be addressed. You go to free agency to get all that other stuff because that's all you you you're a player or two away. And he's still multiple positions. Y'all right there.
0: Yeah, but, the the I think yeah the uh, offensive line get, just give him three three and a half seconds per play.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that, that that's was gotta be the metric you're
0: you're shooting for. And that was the difference.
1: And then when they when they faced Tennessee, they was that them quick plays were gone. and yeah. and that's the point because at the end of the day, that dude cannot. You can't expect any player in the league, any any quarterback to just sh- quick strikes. Ninety-eight of percent of the season. That's come on, man. That's not even realistic. They got You got to adjust. They adjusted enough to win this game, but hopefully, I, I hope that they at least helped Cincinnati on as a blueprint. Yeah, going forward as well as putting them on, you know, on notice. Y'all have some glaring needs that y'all kind of pushed off, and now we think we need to address this now. You know? I,
0: I, I, I cannot imagine them not addressing the offensive line especially after this game. Uh, and we'll see what happens next week versus Kansas City. But man, that that's going to be a game where if they get if if it happens again, where they're getting anywhere near nine six, six seven eight sacks in that game could really be the difference. Because that th- there's again back to back games with two really really high powered offenses. Granted, Kansas City has a much much better defense. Mm. hopefully, they can get Tyron Matthew back because that's going to be a huge, huge piece.
2: For them. Yes, but that's absolutely. neither here
0: nor there. Ryan Tannehill, sorry, bud, you—you you, this just wasn't it in Tennessee. That you guys gave a valiant effort, and I—I <laughs> I think every everywhere else for Tennessee, they hit everywhere else. Tennessee is actually a a very, very good team. But what I said at the beginning of the season is I. Don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to be the guy to win you games, and sure enough, he was the guy that lost them this game. They didn't even need him to win that game; they just needed him to not lose it, and he did. He did it three times.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I, you know, I would be. Re- I think Tennessee would be remiss not to at least address their options to see will they do they have a better option. It'd be moving on, or really just yeah, it, giving it another year. Saying you're bringing Julio Jones back for a second year, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, I don't agree with it, but maybe, you're, maybe <laughs> he'll he'll settle in and become what we got to see in this last game, where it's like, finally, I'm like, I haven't seen a dude all season. And he you shows just, up. But then you got Dante Foreman. They have a true. You want to talk about a two headed attack?
0: God, I don't even This would be about in the it. most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is the word I I'm, I'm looking for? Scary? <laughs> Dynamic? De- deformed in the se- in the sense of a monster. Oh god. Like you you want to see a deformity <laughs> like like a two-headed monster but the one head is really big. And, and, and that's being Derek Henry but this Dante form I'm like are you kidding me? This dude is a he's the real deal. It's like,
0: like uh for any of you Marvel fans it's like Obsidian and uh Thanos.
1: Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, they run game. I I think they can, I think they just threw their name in the hat as the, one of the best, if not the best, two 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 headed attack.
0: Well, that's if they keep Dante Foreman. They, they've had a, a rotation of scary guys they to do. back up Derrick Henry, but they just don't commit to that second guy. And it's just like, okay, yes, we know you have Derrick Henry, but get...
1: Another guy, but that's it. what th- that's what I'm saying. This game, I'm hoping is a blueprint. I'm I'm talking on the Tennessee yeah. side. Take this for what it is. Like if you yeah, if you can't replace Ryan Tannehill, look at what you got. Well, my and- question would be: Is
0: do you make a trade for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, or do you do you try to go pull the trigger to try to go get Deshaun Watson, for that matter? Or one if of those could, guys that you can I go would. grab. Because I, I don't think there's going to be one in free agency that's going to mm-hmm. want to come. And there's not one in free agency that I, I don't think that you would say is better than Ryan Tannehill. I think the closest one would be Teddy Bridgewater. And that's just no. like, oh, I don't no, know if you want to stay. Yeah. I at that point, he knows the offense. He's been there for a while. Might no, as well it, take that
1: it, risk. It'd have to be a splash move. Yeah. It, it can't just be, oh, you know, one for the other. with Slightly better. He got a different skill set. No, no, no. That's not going to be good enough. we we'll go ahead.
0: Would you think I think this is a real question? If uh Deshaun Watson ends up in Miami like we all think he will.
1: <laughs> I still I gotta believe that I
2: see it. <laughs> we'll go ahead.
0: If that happens, do they make the second trade to go after Tua? A young quarterback who actually played out of his mind down the street. like he was played really <clears> well down the stretch. With that crap team around, crap offense around him.
1: I like to. I don't like him there though, personally. No, I, I not don't. with
0: a certified, bona fide run game.
1: You know, you know what? Maybe I'm sorry. I don't know. Call the old man in me. It's almost like you just bringing back, you know, Mariota 2.0 or something. In mm. the sense, it's just kind of like we already had that kind of guy. Interesting. But I'm saying make a splash. Like, look, it's. Look, top 10 quarterback and bust yeah. type, type of thing. Like, if you ain't on that list, you're just not on that list. And and it's like, we, we just stay with what we got. Yeah. Like, so it, it, I'm saying for me, it has to be that guy. So now, to, to you, your point, are you, well, how do you feel about the two? I don't want to skate over that. I'm just saying, I don't like him in Tennessee. I think
0: that if you're looking for your long term solution mm-hmm. at quarterback, I would, I would, I would want if I was a Tennessee Titan fan and I'm looking to upgrade or look at my long-term solution, if I can't get a Deshaun Watson or an Aaron Rodgers in a trade, I'm looking at, I'm taking a long, long look at Tua like, okay, he's not going to stay in Miami clearly. And that might be a quick move where it's, it might be a, uh, he might be traded in that package to Houston, but if he's not, I'm like, I'm taking a long look like, okay, he's young. He actually plays, played very well he's finally fully healthy for the first time that we can we've ever seen him and Mm. when he did get healthy he actually won quite a few games out there and once they stopped trying to talk about trading him away and they actually committed to Tua for seven seven weeks straight he kept winning games
1: that's true so
0: Uh, like I, I would take a long look I'm not saying that it is the answer but I you would at least have to take the the two weeks of just hard game film Really, really look at him and and really get Mike Vrabel, the GM, the owner, all into a room and say, "Hey, we got to make a decision here. Do we go for him or do we make the trade? Do we do what we got to do to go get him or do we just leave it up to chance and and go back with Ryan Tannehill and and try to run it back one more now, time?"
1: Am I hearing a Ryan Tannehill traded back to Miami? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> think of that. That wouldn't happen. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, he he couldn't be a part of the deal. Yeah, no, they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're just bringing in his replacement. So yeah. anyway, moving on. Um, interesting. Now, if I was taking somebody from arguably that tier or maybe a tier ahead of that, look, if we're gonna make trades and that, and we when that's the type of talent you're looking for, look, give me Garoppolo. Simple as that. Mm. But I feel like that. See. The issue with Garoppolo, not that go Garoppolo ahead. just wins. <laughs> I, I already know anything.
0: where you're going with that. i
1: not anything. Garoppolo it's, it's always does. There's disclaimer with this dude's name, but go ahead.
0: No, because <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is the lesser version of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not going to say Jimmy Garoppolo is not an upgrade because he is. Mm-hmm. But to me, their play style is so similar, I don't think it's enough of an upgrade, even though, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner, I don't think I'm going after him because I think you're at, you're looking to add something to your offense, not just make what it is a little bit better.
1: What it is making it a little bit better just might be what all that's, that's the missing piece. <laughs>
0: it And you're right. It might be that they just need that winning pedigree in there. But if you could get a guy that I, I would rather go after a guy like Tua, because for one, I already know long-term I you're going to have him around for longer. And two, he brings an a- added element to the offense, not just a better version of what I- my offense already is.
1: I got you. So that's a, that, that's fine. There's there there's our shirt list, people. <laughs> Outside of take anybody in the top ten, sure. you know. Yeah. So like you're saying, like an Aaron Rodgers. And- I was just thinking
0: about the ones that I know that are available: Aaron right. Rodgers and Deshaun Watson are the two that come to mind. Uh, or hey, try to get Ben Roethlisberger out of retirement. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. Don't I, do that.
2: Ooh,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> All right, let's move to the late game and definitely the worst game of the weekend. Uh San Francisco goes into Green Bay. And my God, I did this game was horrible. It was terrible to watch. <laughs> it the second half was even worse to watch because it started snowing and nobody could keep stay on their damn feet. <laughs> but it was exciting. It definitely held my attention, especially when I put a parlay down on it. Uh but my goodness, San Francisco goes into Green Bay, gets the thirteen to ten gritty, grinded out type win that they really needed to to to, to just send Aaron Rodgers right on out of Green Bay.
1: Oh no, I'm a a pun intended. Send Aaron Rodgers packing.
0: Oh wow, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> uh no, this
1: was good, 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 good football. That's what I see.
0: Absolutely not. This is horrible football across the board.
1: As a fan, as a fan, football. this is great football. This is, good football. this is a good week. This is good probably weekend, the best game of the weekend. This weekend, <laughs> this is the greatest weekend ever of football that I've seen. I mean, man, everything I needed to happen happened. I just didn't have a heart to put money on this stuff. I, I really wish made I could have shown
0: you the parlay because you all of your, your picks hit.
1: That's what I, I would have made a killer.
0: If you would, if you would have parlayed those together, I think somebody turned five thousand into one hundred and sixty k.
1: This is missing my opportunities here. I, God, I knew what I knew, what I knew, and I just, <laughs> I just didn't have the heart to put the money down.
0: I, I don't even know. Like I, I've, ke- I've went back over the film. I've watched this game twice now, basically. Okay. I, I watched the game in real time. I truly don't understand what the hell happened. I don't get it. San Francisco was dead to rights. They had no they had no earthly idea how to how to get offense going in this game, running or passing. And I felt so bad. People were talking and in, in, going into halftime. Jimmy Garoppolo just can't get it done. He's just not that guy. I'm sorry these wide receivers were dropped and things left and right that I just was like, what, what are we doing? You're wide open. And he puts, Jimmy Garoppolo was dropping dimes in this game. And they were, there was, if I needed to get, see the PFF stat for the amount of drop balls in this game, hmm. because there were too many to count. I couldn't keep track. They, they Jimmy Garoppolo had four dimes to start off the game and wow. all of them were dropped. Yeah. They had multiple three and outs, and hey, Green Bay started out the game rolling. They came out there and just punched San Francisco in the mouth, got the touchdown, and then the three and out. They got the ball back, and then it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three. It was back and forth. Both teams just could not get anything going. Stalled both ways. And then, oh god, the end of the half. What what an end of a half to that that, that just got <laughs> my blood blood pumping. Yes. San Francisco goes down. They, they look like they're about to score. Finally, they're getting things going. G- George Kittle is playing out of his mind. He, he's playing playoff football. It was a San Francisco we saw beat, beat the hell out of Green Bay multiple years in a row in the playoffs. Right. They were going down, and they were just, it looked like, all right, this, this is going to be a game. And then, ah, oh, Jimmy G showed up, throws the pick, throws the pick at, right at the two-yard line just like come on you that's a ball you got to know you got to throw away right like i understand he was open for a second but you had to scramble and you had to double hitch and you know what happens there right and he got the pick and it's going back the other way and then boom aaron jones wide open i don't know how he got that open i've watched that play multiple times i still don't understand how he got that wide open but then all the way down the field and then Green Bay special team shows up in the most grandiose fashion that they possibly could because it's freaking Green Bay mm-hmm. and it's Mason Crosby and they haven't been good all season long. Blocked kick, A completely missed blocking assignment. I don't know how you mess that up, but Only in Green Bay. just waltz right back there and block it, and I, I was waiting for them to pick it up and go the other way, but I forgot they changed the rule. <laughs> And the, that's how the that's how the, the half ends. It's seven nothing. And <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, here we go. Let's see what happens in the second half. And they come out, they finally get down the field, they get the field goal. Robbie Gould doesn't miss in the playoffs. And then the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh my god. You're looking at it, it's like, okay. They're not out of it. Obviously, it's a four-point game, seven to three, but they're not really in it per se because it's right. seven to three, and they they have not. They've had one good drive, and Jimmy Garoppolo effed it up, right? And then they kick the field goal. uh the Packers do. They go up ten ten to three, and then the field position game just became a real thing for 10 minutes there. Hmm. Back and forth, just field position battle after field position battle just trying to pin them as deep back as they could.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: they finally got the San Francisco got them. They had him dead to rights. I think they they I think they pinned him at like the the two or three yard line. They got a couple of yards but they still three and out. Mm-hmm. Punt team comes onto the field. <laughs> Bohorquez just did not know how to get that ball off quick enough? Took an extra hitch, took an extra step that he didn't need to, and boom! But I don't, I for the life of me, I don't know how hard Bohorquez, like Bohorquez was trying to murder this ball, right? Because when it got blocked, that thing went so high up in the air, it went out of frame and didn't come back down for another five seconds after it left frame. <laughs> right and everybody's looking around like where the hell did that ball go is like is it already out of the back of the end zone is that a safety is that a touchdown is it, where is the ball right. And then it finally lands in 29 i don't know his name i can't say his name he picks it up and returns it for the touchdown and it's 10 to 10 now and you're like the hell just happened right <laughs> how did this go how did this t- turn that fast and but oh you're giving the ball right back to 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 aaron Rodgers.
1: Talanoa Hufunga.
0: Again, I don't know how to say his name. Hufanga. I'm not gonna try.
1: Hufanga. Hufanga.
0: <laughs> but regardless...
1: Yeah, how do you say his name? I
0: don't know. Like I said, I'm not even I try. chopped
1: it up every single time I tried to say <laughs> it, so I'm sure I didn't say it right. But
0: that is... like That was just the craziest sequence. But you're giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers still can't do anything with the ball. And... It just turns out that it just comes down to Robbie Gould in Lambeau in the snow. A blizzard rolls in in the fourth quarter, by the way. Like, just. Yeah. This the- is, this is,
1: this is great, <laughs> great, great, great Bears justice that I'm seeing here. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Robbie Gould murders that, what, 40, I can't, I don't remember the exact, uh, 40, 45? 45, I can't remember the exact number. But a long enough field goal that it wasn't a gimme. <laughs> and right. he gets it, nails it. It goes through the uprights, 13 to 10, last second field goal to win the game. <laughs> I have no words. I just, I, di- I, I don't understand. Obviously, special teams is the reason why San Francisco won the game. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, wow, that was a horribly played offensive game defensively on both sides of the ball. They actually played phenomenal football. I uh, think green Bay only gave up six points as a defense and San Francisco only gave up 10 points as a defense. Technically mm-hmm. like they, they played great on that side of the ball. I mean, they, they really helmed in uh, Aaron Rogers, uh, San Francisco did. They really didn't let him do anything major. Uh, as soon as AJ Dillon went down in the third quarter, Aaron Jones was a non-factor basically, uh, in the in the run game, not pass right. game. He out of his mind. So just across the board, it was just like, wow! It looks like Aaron Rodgers did everything that he was supposed to do, except for get the ball into the end zone, and everybody else just like, okay, well, where the hell were you guys? And then on San Francisco side, it's just like, okay, this is how you guys won. 3 years ago when you lost to to Kansas City in the Super Bowl you had multiple times where you just did everything that you can to run the ball I mean 29 carries in, in total for 106 yards mm-hmm. uh, and then just don't let Jimmy Garoppolo f it up and 11 for 19 131 yards no touchdowns one interception the interception was bad by the way. like that one that is inexcusable to me like <laughs> like after you hit after you hit you should know okay well I have to assess it again like you right. can't just throw it just to throw it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, I I, I don't I'm not I can't dispute it. It's just man, it's the Jimmy Garoppolo effect. <laughs> However, he still finds a way right. to win the damn game. Like you said again. a
0: few weeks ago, Tom Brady sprinkled a little of that that Tom Brady fairy dust on him man, before man, he, he left New England. Blew so. that
1: stuff right in his face. <laughs> Sent them on his way. So. <laughs> and man, and the magic is still there. It is which is it's in the most interesting fashion, man? Because he does not look; it doesn't look polished all the time. It looks like, oh my god, like the dude. Do you even know how to play football? You know, <laughs> and then he correct, he self corrects it. It's everything Tim Tebow wanted to be in his mm. career is happening through Jimmy Garoppolo, and yet I really do believe Jimmy Garoppolo can actually play. He can actually throw the ball. He actually has quarterback mechanics, and, <laughs> and so so it, there's a legitimacy of his qu- his quarterback play. Well, yeah. But yet, yeah, I'm just saying he, he gives me that whole Tim Tebow vibe the the way that he's being assessed because he is always and forever overlooked. This dude was the understudy to the goat, <laughs> and I almost and that's the only time I give Tom Brady the goat status is only in this conversation. <laughs> but yes, to this to this modern era. Absolutely, he's the greatest. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say the guy. He is the greatest quarterback of of this modern era of all time. I mean, in the modern era, I don't even have to say of all time in the modern era, period. You know, there's no dispute in that in this era. But yeah, we get back and then I got a couple of other names where
0: you only got two other make names. your Joe argument. Montana, Dan Marino, make your only. I'm two. just saying that, that's <laughs> mine. Somebody yeah. might
1: throw a John John, uh, John Elway in there. Absolutely uh, not. Somebody might. I'm just sorry. I.
0: I, I, I respect anybody that puts Joe Montana and Dan Marino into the conversation, but anybody past that, no. You,
1: you go back and I'm just saying 10 Super
0: Bowl appearance, appearances I understand. and 7 championships automatically but, makes but him top 3. I'm
1: doing I'm doing time Dan Marino on stats alone. This is about Jimmy Garoppolo. No, 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 Garoppolo. i know. going back. To- <laughs> going back from the, from the I'm just going back we'll the to whole thing. that in thing. a second. So, but it, it all co- connects and uh no. I just say it would be fair. It's not I wouldn't say it's unfair to bring his name into that conversation. I'm not saying that he would be the champion and win the and be at the end of the, you know, it'd be the choice, but he's legitimately his his career was that good. Yeah. Um moving on. that's he didn't hear to there. With that being said, um I wanna sit there and I wanna take this time to get on my soapbox and tell all the naysayers. I'm gonna
0: just turn off my mic for a couple of I minutes.
1: I told you so. I said this, that if there was ever a team right now in this playoffs that can go in somebody's house and pull off an upset, even one as daunting as going into Lambeau. Lambeau, the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs have this Haley's Comet element thing that goes about every seven, eight seasons. A team could come in there and just catch them. It, it, I've seen it time and time again everything that was going on with San Francisco coming up into this week they checked all the boxes they got the defense they got the offensive prowess they got the run game they got the offensive line they got the special teams you know they 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 got everything that is necessary they have proven that they can play in weather you know it's they just they have the intangibles they have the they even have the um the resume to, to for for wins and like they 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 have the you know as far as there's no bus potential that this this is a legitimate team that can go in there and, and head to head can basically be placed against anybody and you legitimately have to be concerned about the game no matter who the who the matchup San Francisco has to go to Buffalo I'm not sitting there saying Buffalo is going to lose but I am concerned that's all I'm saying I'm not going to sit there and be like oh my God this is a good this they they finna stomp they finna roll over this team
0: yeah. No, the San Francisco has they've proven themselves they've proven to everybody that has watched NFL football and everybody who is a part of the NFL and associated with it that the only reason why they weren't in contention to win their division was because of the early early season injuries. Mm -hmm. They got healthy and they torched the entire NFL. They have been on fire and they have been in every single game there hasn't been a game that i that i can remember of in the, in the last half of the season that has been a, and, and just a rout against them right i mean they absolutely destroyed the rams they beat the rams twice this year they blew them out 31 to 10 in the first matchup and then they pulled out the 38 to 35 or uh, whatever ridiculous Number or no, the twenty seven twenty four game uh, to to end the season, to mm. for them to 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 lock themselves into the playoffs. So, th- th- these teams are, every team is good, and everybody is, like there is no slouch in the playoffs. And we both said it last week. This wasn't going to be an easy game for mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers, and it clearly showed it p- panned out to not be. Like there was no easy way for them to pull this game off. The only chance that really Green Bay had uh, going into this game, uh, hindsight being 2020 and looking back at it, the only chance Green Bay really had was if Nick Bosa and Fred Warner truly were out. But Fred Warner came to play. He was destroying that Packers offensive line, and he was making it hell. And Nick Bosa was on Aaron Rodgers all night long. Yeah. So... Those two guys, the, the the San Francisco defense is is one of the toughest defenses in all the NFL. I think they're top five in the NFL. Uh, I mean, adjusted for their their uh their injuries early on in the season, they're definitely mm-hmm. a top five defense in the NFL. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is one of the scarier teams in in all the NFL. You really just don't want to see them. And <laughs> I was I, I had the thought. I didn't care who I mean. Obviously, I put money on it, so I did care who won the 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 next game. But right. either matchup would have been amazing to see. We get to see the the part three with the Rams, <laughs> is which we got, and we'll get to that game in a minute. Mm-hmm. And or we would have gotten to see the goat versus goat protege in yeah. Tom Brady versus <laughs> versus uh, uh Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, like. Boy. Either one of the matchups would have been fantastic, and it was not... Either way, it wasn't going to be a gimme game. Right. So, the San Francisco has definitely things that they need to clean up. Offensively, they got to understand that they need to get the run game going from the get-go. Like, that has to be the first thing that they get going, and they have a little bit of an issue now because the only running back that they have is Elijah Mitchell. Jeff Wilson Jr. got injured in this game.
1: Yeah, and- Mr. Hasty is just a
0: well. Hasty question is a, mark. He's not even a, a thought. <laughs> so, uh, the like it's really just Eli Mitchell and nobody else. And then you got to make sure that you that you set up Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan has to set up Jimmy Garoppolo to not give the football up. You have to take care of the football from here on out. That has to be the number one priority of this offense and if they can't get that done i that is the that is going to be the thing that stops them because this defense this defense is coming to play every single week every single game they are going to make it hell for the opposing team
1: i think it would behoove them not to um invest in one of these like what you were saying on one of one of these free agent wide receivers cuz um they have a they have a backup running back his name is Debo Samuel and- <laughs> Yeah, we we're seeing we're in a new era. And that whole Cordero Patterson, Debo's, yeah, you you know, you're a two-way player and I'm like I think they need to not make this him him part of the run game a gimmick anymore. That he needs to just be a part of the 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 the, the run scheme. Period. Yeah. And they need to seriously invest in another wide receiver because they that's where they they're, they're really yeah, that, light.
0: Th- that will be the the, the difference cuz after him
1: Ayuk I- I- is not enough. I- he's really you got, not. You got Kittle. Ayuk's I- like I- a number three, in my opinion. That's and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, they, they, they. they this the sports industry. <laughs> they jumped out there yeah. a little too soon with this guy, and I was like, no, it's, I never saw it. It's the other guy. And when we were
0: talking about fantasy last year, everybody was jumping on Ayuk I- like he was going to be the next next thing closest to Jerry Rice out here in San Francisco, and I was like, I. I, I watched the game kid in college. sample
1: size. I'm like, it was based on three games. I'm like, they, they, he, he was productive, but it it the hype that came yeah. behind it. Like, what the hell are y'all seeing? And then he comes out this year, dud, crickets, flat. <laughs> what, 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 what was your? He's worse than what, even y'all. What I even thought, you know? I'm like, I wasn't expecting bad stuff. I just wasn't with y'all talking. Y'all was talking like, you know what? He got the kind of conversation where. When it was all said and done, he had Jamar Chase's season type of Mm. thing. That's the type of hype he was getting, like, to the point where they were like, yeah, there's this Debo Samuel, and we know about some of the skill sets, but...
0: But, Fantasy-wise, I was looking at it, I was like, like, if I'm going to take anybody from San San Francisco, it's going to be Debo. I said that, and I got got lambasted on Twitter. Like, they did not want anything to do with me, and I'm like... I don't know what the hell everybody else is looking at. Ayuk is just not that guy. I mean, he's a, he, he, he he brings some value to your offense, obviously. But it's not. he is not a number one. He is not the guy. He cannot take a double team. He cannot take your best corner. He's not going to shake anybody out of their shoes, and he's not going to be a threat unless there's somebody on the other goddamn side.
1: Most comparable player to this guy, <clears throat> Christian Kirk. Whew, all right um i'm <laughs> if anybody know what i'm talking about i, I know do you, exactly do what you know what i'm about. talking about i'm just oh god take it for what you want to take it for you know Good, bad or indifferent so, it's a little bit
0: too real for me right now uh, yeah <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah that's why i'm taking it so
0: uh let's talk about green bay for a second though because okay. the question's got to be was this it
1: i certainly hope so I- <laughs>
0: For, I mean, he came out there in that press conference wearing all black like he was going to a, to, to the Green Bay's funeral.
1: Going to his own funeral. <laughs> like, I,
0: <laughs> he says he's going to make it quick. He's not going to waste too much time. He's going to talk to a few people, and then he's going to make his decision on if he wants to stay or if he's going to go. But the fact is, is that he's, he he's made the statement. He does not want to be a part of a rebuild. And I'll talk about it in the next segment. It looks like Green Bay is about to go into a rebuild, and there's a there's one very clear reason as to why, okay. and it's not Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and what are we talking about? Who? It's not a specific person. It's just the the organization itself, and we'll get to it. But I I I don't I I can't see him staying for this. I I just really can't. I I don't see how he's going to. I don't see what Green Bay as an organization can do to tell him like we're just we're just this far away it's like yeah we were closer 3 years ago in your first year here Mr. LaFleur and mm. you guys decided to get my replacement instead of getting me another weapon to get us into the damn super bowl right and even in the face of that i came back i played out of my mind i won an mvp and we and then you took the ball out of my hands <laughs> And we lost again in the NFC Championship game just a couple of plays away from being into the Super Bowl again. And then this year, you well, this last offseason, you still didn't really upgrade the offense. You did everything that you can to fix the defense, which was actually decent last year and wasn't really the issue as to why we're not in the Super Bowl. And you still don't, you still have not gone out of their way to go get Aaron Rodgers an actual weapon. And it's like.
1: He it, hasn't it's had the, two weapons since Jordy Nelson left.
0: It's the difference between Tampa Bay, which, again, we'll get into a second because they didn't go any further than Green Bay did. But still, it's the difference between Tampa Bay and this is the difference between Green Bay right now. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay goes out of their way to give Tom Brady every single weapon, every single thing that he needs to go out there and win games. Green Bay just, I feel it's the most disrespectful thing because I know you don't agree with this. I believe Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback, talented quarterback, not the best and not the greatest by any means, but he is the most talented quarterback in the NFL for the last 10 years. And Green Bay has refused to put the pieces around him to win games. And when you are a guy, even if you don't think he is the most talented you got to understand, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for the last ten years. And a guy of his caliber, for you to not put the pieces around him as an organization—that's just disre- That is the most disrespectful thing that I could possibly think of. And then you—you you even took it a step further to go draft his replacement while he is still playing at an MVP level. Yeah. So I'm at a point where I'm just like I. I cannot imagine staying around and sticking around for them to be like, well, once we get through this two-year rebuild, we're going to be in a really, really, in, in a fantastic spot. And, mm. and and if you just stick with us through it, we, I, we really think we can make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, like, man. you had the damn chance for 10 years to do the right thing, and you didn't.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I it's, It is... Like any place, I think it's safe. In fair to start start the narrative, it's just time to move on. It's time to it. Just changes need to be made. It's time for a new direction, a new beginning, so on and so forth. Um, because yeah, just trying to put the right pieces around that's been a miss, like you said for the past decade. Yeah, you know, and it's you can't even go with that narrative anymore. Like this is what this is what our plan is. This is what y'all plan has been the whole time, and it has not. Work, thank goodness, as a Bears fan. I'm glad it has not worked because yeah. it is Seeing just one of their literally was enough for me. If it ain't Aaron Jones and if it ain't Devontae Adams, the offense does not exist. Yeah, it, where it, were you,
0: it, Alan Lazard, last night? One for six. Mercedes Lewis, one reception, no yards, and you fumbled it.
1: Yeah, Randall Cobb, who they brought over, who I thought was like, okay, maybe they're trying to, okay, we. With this guy, this will open up the MVSs and and Allen Lazard's of the world, and none of this nonsense has has come to come to pass. It's just it's Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones in some capacity. However, to, to last uh, the other night, he he found it in the pass game. Finally, yeah. I mean, which is fine with, by me, but still led led the team in rushing. He had a solid game, and that's it. It's just them three guys, and. Maybe Mason Crosby and I don't know what else. You know, then
0: Mason Crosby sometimes loses the game for him.
1: It's just there's a lot of glaring issues that Aaron Rodgers' greatness and his and his and his talent level and his you know clutch performances have overshadowed. And it's like, but in the losses, then we it forces us all to have to go back and then truly, as a collective community. Finally start dissecting what's the issues or problems going on in Green Bay. Now, as a Bears fan, we give it to y'all every single week in some capacity or fashion, some sidebar, because that's just what we gonna Look, we called this disclaimer. It's probably going to happen every single week going forward for the rest of the duration of this podcast. It's just what we do. But the point is, this is legitimate. Now, this is for the entire, the entire nation. They can go ahead and weigh in on this because... This has to be looked at for what you know. Looked at from an evaluated standpoint, like any other team in a, in the a league, there's problems here that needs to be fixed. They were top to frauds bottom.
0: this year. Uh, I yep. Well, defensively, yes, you held them to six points, and you you pl- finally played one of your best games of all time. Great. Still, offensively, you can't. You can't expect for the Green Bay fans that were telling me that 10 points should have been enough to win this game. 10 points isn't enough to win any game in the NFL. And as a Bears fan, I would freaking know cuz that's all we can freaking score. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah, don't work that don't yeah, that equation don't work out in Chicago more times than not. I
0: Like Jacksonville won a game 9 to 6 this year that that is the only time i've ever seen anybody score t- 10 or less points and win a game.
1: Yeah, and it's an outlier game. So. Yeah.
0: So i i'm not going to dwell on it any longer. It they have a really bad situation and again i will explain their whole situation in in the next episode, but
1: i uh, can't wait till we get the game. Please.
0: This needs to be a rebuild for sure. Um all right, let's talk Sunday football cuz th- this was the day of
1: and these were just oh. the undercard fights. I know. You know, <laughs> Sunday's
0: games were insane. All right. Well, let's talk about let's the early get, game Sunday. Let's get, it. let's get it. I told you all. I'm coming for everybody's next. Quit trying for... to tell me Matthew Stafford can't get it done. Get, <laughs> quit trying to tell me Matthew Stafford is never, never going to be able to win a big game. Quit trying to tell me Matthew Stafford is the reason the Rams aren't going to go to the NFC Championship game for one or to the Super Bowl for another. Because it is clearly not this man's fault that this team was in any. First of all, this team was up 27 to freaking three, and Matthew Stafford was playing out of his mind. And I saw it on Twitter. I started to see the little, little birdies coming out of their holes saying, oh, wow, really, Stafford has come to play. He's really arrived now in, in, in L.A. and this, that, the other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Cam Akers fumbles once. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, they're still up by three possessions. They're fine. They go down. Tampa Bay scores. Uh, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> then they get the ball back. And then, no, oh, no. Then they punt. Then Tampa Bay has the ball. That defense that I've been talking about for the last two weeks came to play. And they make they knock the ball out of Brady's hands. He fumbles. They recover it. Von Miller, strip sack on that play. Ball's going the other way. Mm-hmm. Brandon Allen, center, what are you doing? <laughs> you did not get a single signal. You didn't hear a single call. The stadium wasn't loud because they were shocked that they just had a strip sack on the play. Right. What were you looking at? What were you hearing that was a that, that was a signal to snap the ball and shoot the ball straight over Matthew Stafford's head for one? And then Matt, come on, you gotta recover that. <laughs> that ball was you slid. 15 yards past the ball on that play. Come on. You got to be better than that. But that's the one time. That's the one thing that you can say Matthew Safford did wrong in this game. He slid too far past the fumble. That wasn't his fault. Got it. <laughs> right. And then the next drive that they get the ball, they try it again. Let's give it back to Cam Akers and see what he can do. Um, And he goes out there. And Cam Akers, they have zero timeouts left. They they don't have any way to stop the clock. All you have to do is get one first down, get to the two-minute warning, get one more first down, and the game is over. Easier said than done. What is this loosey-goosey, I'm just going through the hole, and I've got four linebackers all punching the ball, and I'm not ever once going to try to sure up and brace for the hit. And the ball pops out, Tampa gets the ball back again, and... This whole thing about playoff Lenny missed me. The dude got two freaking touchdowns from within the five yard line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, four net. Yeah, yeah.
0: Outside of that, he did not have that productive of a game. And thirteen for fifty one. Nah, three point nine. It he wasn't him on schedule.
1: No the game. He played. He played overall. It was a good game stat line wise, but. By no stretch of the imagination was he controlling tempo no or they couldn't they were they were down twenty four points no, and i mean his his two touchdowns were just opportunist situations, so I'm not gonna understand that nine yard run he did, but hey that but at the end of the day, that's neither here nor there i just but yeah, it's. It was what it was. But well, it's
0: a tie game. And the second that they scored that that touchdown, everybody, I could feel it across the, across the nation. Everybody, oh, here it is. Tom Brady, here he goes again. He's going to upset them. He's going to win this game. They, they send it to overtime. It's a tie game. There's nothing that they can do. Matt Stafford didn't flinch. Two plays, back-to-back to, back to, to, to uh, Cooper Cup, who God, I, I sent it to you twice, just the Cup that dude is insane but he did not they didn't they did not take a second to to even think about it we're going down here and we're going to score we don't care if it's a field goal we don't care if we're putting it in the end zone we are putting points on the board and we are going to make them either have to score again or tom brady's never seen this ball again one play they they almost gave the game away again with another fumble, but it was recovered. They got the ball, and technically it actually it wasn't even a fumble in the first place. Mm. And two, play right after that. Matthew Stafford zips it. Cooper Cup, 20 yards.
2: <laughs> Matthew
0: Stafford zips it just a perfectly – that ball was on a rope to Cooper Cup. Wide open, burned them. I don't know what why you're playing cover zero at this point in the game, but – Hey, let's put pressure on Matthew Stafford, who, by the way, has the highest quarterback rating of any quarterback against the Blitz, which is a little bit of a tidbit that I learned this, this past weekend. You don't blitz this, dude. <laughs> just like you don't blitz Pat Mahomes, just like you don't blitz Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He is going to hurt you if you blitz him. You send more than four, it's going to be a problem.
1: If you ain't getting him in that first second. Nope.
0: So at the end of the day, everybody can miss me with this whole talk that Matthew Stafford can't get it done. He just beat the GOAT in Tampa Bay. Went into their house and smacked him in the mouth to start. Really beat him up and through the rest of his team doing everything that they can to give the game back. Cooper Cup had a fumble in this game. hmm Like – everybody on the Rams was trying to give the game away. Matthew Stafford said, no nah, hold my beer. I'm going I'm to I'm get us this win.
1: I think somebody whispered in his ear to remind him, like, you do not have a Lions jersey. <laughs> it wasn't him.
0: Like, t- this dude, 28 for 38, 366 yards nah, and two touchdowns. You don't have
1: to convince me. I mean, it just I, I just had an issue with what the hell was going on for them five weeks because he just disappeared oh. for a second. But now he's...
0: Even then, because – the... <sighs> Yes, I understood that. Yes, the, the he had what eight turnovers in three weeks was, yeah. was the stat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Most of those turnovers were interceptions on hail mary, chuck it up, just give my guy a chance to go in to go grab it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think there was three of those in that mix. So that's really, I mean, most of the time I would take those off and just say that those are those are team turnovers because you're just trying to make a play that you're scheming. It's a fifty fifty ball, mm-hmm. but fine. So five legitimate turnovers a couple of them were tip balls it was just like come. either secure it or bat it down like <laughs> it hits you in the hands grab the damn ball i got you. there's one or two of those and so you're looking at three to five turnovers really true turnovers that weren't hail mary plays in 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 three weeks which is for them like I think most quarterbacks will take that. I mean, obviously, mm. you don't want any, but over three weeks, that's you're averaging like one point five turnovers a game, it, while while he was scoring two to two point five touchdowns a game, mm. he's out he's out dueling that. So let's c- chill out with with that whole narrative. And and I was trying <laughs> to tell people that I'm not like we're not worried about that because. He's getting the job done. And those were all coming in wins, by the way, outside of the last one, the San right. Francisco game. Right. So, just Matthew Stafford has been the most underrated quarterback for the last <laughs> decade because he's been in Detroit this entire time and just dealing with mediocrity and, and absolute hey, trash organization.
1: I completely understand your argument. I understand your frustration. Like, sound like you're just screaming into the wind. <laughs> To you, to your Matthew Stafford, it's to my Jimmy Garoppolo. 100%. Like, y'all just it, not it, listening. It's the same thing. <laughs> you're not listening. And you're obviously not watching. And you just, you know. So I, I get, you, should, you preach to the choir over here. I'm just like, I was going to say, you have the floor. Because I I had my game, you had yours. And I'm like, and we can both say this simultaneously to all you listeners. We told y'all so. Yeah. Now, i'm saying it specifically on my own so but i told y'all <laughs> you know you thought i was crazy i said put it in the comments <laughs> you know bring the smoke i was like i know, and bring your reasoning because i was very interested to in hear the opposing view because i'm like i'm i said with my eye had to say yeah you can go ahead and give me the opposing view but i'm not going to change how i feel because i know what i know now we went i, I dabbled in some sports betting a little <laughs> bit and i just i, I took the took the easy way out cost myself a hundred dollars and uh with that being
2: said i know what the
1: hell i'm talking about you know what'd you say so you hit your parlay i still hit it you know i just hit it for a hundred dollars less but you know i still hit it yeah and i'm just saying you know y'all you you'll be remiss not to listen if not nothing else challenge us on this because more times than not.
0: I'm not just saying this because I just I have a feeling the Rams are the best team in yeah. the NFC. No, I've been watching them <laughs> build this team for the last three years. And I've been watching the Rams specifically with Jared Goff and how good the team was in spite of Jared Goff. Yeah. And then they get a guy who I have had firsthand experience watching in the NFC North for 10 years. I have been watching Matthew Stafford. Dice up Chicago's defense when he has nobody. I've I've seen Marvin Jones absolutely just shake the boots out of Kyle Fuller. Right. (laughs) And I've seen Matthew Stafford get blown up time and time again by Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks and Bilal Nichols. I've watched this happen, watched and he it. didn't even flinch, and he would go I out there, he'd watched, be hurt, and he'd still get the touchdown.
1: Watched him when Erlacher was tracing him.
2: Right? Oh, my so.
1: God. <laughs> so. It would
0: piss me off because you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Brett Favre for so long, and then you got to turn around, and you just got two games out of the year. You got to deal with Matt Stafford, who was freaking insanely good. Yeah. And Detroit just squandered his, his talent. I watched it. Oh, I, I, was, I, I remember firsthand the Calvin Johnson game.
2: <laughs>
0: i i was so happy that they ruled that not a catch because that i was sure saying that Man, damn we just lost this game again
1: right <laughs> i understand
0: so Matthew stafford i i've i've had firsthand experience at watching what he does and to put him with sean McVay's offense and to be the leader of this team now uh for him to come out there and then just everybody just discredit everything that he had done Specifically this year, everybody's talking about how he was an MVP candidate at the beginning of the year. And then they had that little drop off for a little bit. They went into a little bit of a lull, the tough part of their freaking schedule.
1: Yeah, 12 and 5 at the end of this yeah. by the way. So there really was no low parts there.
0: But go ahead. But everybody's talking about how he's now not even an MVP candidate. And and then you have the last three weeks where he basically just takes himself out because of the turnovers. Uh, he takes himself out of the MVP race there. Those three games, if you take away those interceptions and, and those turnovers in those games, mm-hmm. you flip those, and they still get the wins. And he's he's he just doesn't turn those balls over. He's arguably right there with Matthew, with uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the MVP race right now. Yeah. So because they won all, and they it, it, would they would also have needed to want win that San Francisco game, but. That's neither here nor there. But you take all that context and then everybody just writes it off as, oh, he's never known winning. He can't get over the hump. He's not going to get it done. Yeah, he hasn't hasn't known winning per se, but he definitely knows losing and he doesn't want to do that again. And he came out there and he did. He saw everything. I bet you when Cam Akers lost that second ball, Detroit just flashed in his eyes the entire time. Just like, oh, this is how it's going to go. This is what's going to follow me here. (laughs) and he's just like, nah, no, I'm not going to let that happen. And he goes out there, and he goes back to what he knows, and that is getting the ball to his playmakers, and that is Cooper Cup, the most trusted guy, the triple crown winner, the guy that he has helped propel into one of the best receivers in all the NFL, Mm because nobody was talking about him with Jared Goff, but now everybody loves Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cooper Cup is what's made Matthew Stafford, apparently,
1: yeah, because he was just one name and amongst many, you know, the Robert Woods and yeah. the Brandon Cooks, you know, and it was the Cooper single-handedly
0: Cuff. has revitalized Od- Odell Beckham's career this year. Yeah,
1: now, oh gosh, just <laughs> the depth, up. the depth over here. So
0: just well, come on, like let's not. For <sighs> as much as we've been vindication is all I got. to say. As much <laughs> as we
1: were giving this whole, you know, you know, we gave all that time over to the Buffalo Kansas City matchup and. Just these high-powered offenses, and you know, and these teams that are so mirrored close. This is the B version of what you know the the whole Chiefs versus Bills would be versus the Rams versus the Buccaneers. Like this is their next tier of just those teams. And I mean, we, we, as much as we, and I'm saying that as far as much as we are talking about the Chiefs and the Bills, you got to talk about the Rams as far yeah. as that depth. And of course, on both sides of the the, Then you, of course, you have the freaking prototype. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers You know The super teams Of super teams yeah. <laughs> so, You know These are your four d- Deepest teams But they were all Well constricted I mean constructed Um <clears throat> I.e. Not overnight With the exception of Tampa Bay But you know They were constructed Organically Over the course of just Free agency time Trades Draft You know and So on and so forth And you get to see Matthew Stafford take that next step the way we were talking about joe burrow taking that next step for the next wave of young quarterbacks matthew stafford has finally replanted his flag after you know t- making taking the trip to, over to la making the trade you know, mm-hmm. getting traded and didn't need that year that tune-up year to get it get things right and get back on track no he's picked up right where he left off however now i got a team so now i can make put myself in the mvp candidacy as which he should have been all year long. None of this at no point should he have been taken out of this race and he should be still in the race now. You know, it's this dude is the real deal. And it was the only the problem, which has been obvious, he has just needed a team around him. And now that he has been placed on a team with weapons and a balanced and a balanced attack with a defense. Look what we're looking at here. The Rams are back in the NFC Championship. It should not be to anybody's surprise. And they should, know.
0: it should really, and that's the thing because you tell you, you would, whenever I would say, like, yeah, and this is, again, this is my freaking preseason prick. I saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside of you would say, well, how could you go against Tom Brady? How could you go against G- Green Bay and, and what they've got going over there and what they've been building over there?
1: Green Bay been doing that all year. Green and year Bay's out. been
0: trying to build this team for three years, and they still have, like we just stated, have neglected the most glaring thing that they needed, and that's more weapons on offense. Whereas Tampa or the Rams, that's a team that has constructed and continues to put more weapons around Matthew Stafford, and goes and gets to bolster their defense even more with two edge rushers or two, one one edge rusher, one one uh interior rusher, a dude in the um on the back end and and Jalen Ramsey that, that literally just will shut down anybody. Mm -hmm. And then you've got guys like Leonard Floyd. And uh, before he got injured, David long jr. Stepping up as, as younger guys that are just going to play both uh, the rush where David long would be that guy that would come in and and be that corner blitz type guy. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Leonard Floyd can pass rush or he can drop back into coverage and he can make it hell for you all day long. They've got guys everywhere. And they finally got fully healthy. And they had everybody playing on the defensive end. And then you're looking at Tampa Bay. No Ryan Jensen. Oh, Ryan Jensen tried to play. No no Tristan Wirfs. The only uh, DB that they had was um, <sighs> Whitehead. Tareo Whitehead. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was injured on the, on the defensive backside of the ball. Right. So you're looking at Shaq Barrett and Devin White as really their defense and no offensive line. And you've already lost um, Antonio Brown. You've lost Chris Godwin for the season. Like, I'm sorry. I've watched Tom Brady. If he has the horses, obviously he's going to get it done. And if he is going to be going in with those lesser guys, those B-roll guys, he's would have been doing it all season long already. Scotty Miller can't just come in on, a, on a random, in a random game or in a game as big as this one and just be that guy. It's not how it works for Tom Brady. He right. needs to build rapport with you. He has to trust you all season long to be able to get that done. Scotty Miller, no, no shot that that was going to happen in the course of two weeks. Tyler Johnson, no shot that was going to happen over the course of two weeks. Sorry, that's just not the way that it works for Tom Brady. Who else was down there? I mean, Giovanni Bernard didn't even do anything. O.J. Howard had one reception, and Cameron Braid had one reception.
1: And that's about where they're on pace. Now, the Giovanni Bernard thing, a little bit shocking. Yeah,
0: that was the one that I was like, wow, I'm surprised they didn't use him more.
1: They didn't use him. And considering the one name you didn't mention, but a fallen person, but is it really fallen when I name this person Rojo? (laughs) See, you laughed. That's my point. Like when you talk about horses, I'm like, oh, you you forgot one because I heard a very crazy um uh, thing. It was like, yeah, I mean, this on on the radio. This was about a week ago, and it was like, oh uh, yeah, you know they're going into uh, Leonard Fournette that you know they you know has been down and he's supposed to be coming back soon. This was before he came back, you yeah. know. And then they said, yeah, and I mean they you know and my goodness, then Tampa Bay lost both of their work their their um their, uh, their work horses. and I'm like what are they workhorses? He's like, yeah. You know, they lost Fortinet and then they lost Rojo. I'm like, what was Fort-? First of all, Rojo is not a workhorse because they his don't coach like him. They, will they not hate him. utilize... That is the furthest thing he would ever be in in Tampa Bay. That Outside
0: could- of Tampa Bay, he's- Rojo is the most ha- hated person in that locker room.
1: Craziest thing ever. But nevertheless, Workhorse and Rojo n- can never go together in Tampa. Not in Tampa. There's... It was, the, it was the craziest report, and the man just kept going on and on. I'm just like, wow, he really going not just let that fly. like. But the, the perception, but the, the other perception is what you just shared. They didn't even mention him. You know, yeah. I mean, because he didn't play. <laughs> partially fair, because just how he's utilized. By the way, people, let me be very clear. I don't think this man is a buzz. I think Rocho is a clear, clearly good player that is just getting a bum rap on this team. I don't know what the hell he did. He did something, but <laughs> This dude has been on the outs from day one. And yet.
0: They've never committed to to allowing Rojo to be a part of this offense. No. And um, I think it, it has to be something with Tom Brady, I think, because I, I, do, I can't see Tom Brady. I mean, he forced AB to be a part of this.
1: I'm going to say maybe him bringing on um, Gronk with him, you know, recruiting AB, um, then petitioning for um, Leonard Fournette. And he's just looking like, dude. I've been here like the whole time, and you just overlooked, you know. And then of course you already got Godwin and Evan sitting there, and then you still got s- supplementary pieces of Braid and Howard. And then oh, hold on, you brought Bernard over here too. I'm like, dude, I can understand him having to, <laughs> if anybody, because I'm like, dude, this is this is musical chairs, and yeah, you better sit down quickly. Yeah, your chair's about to get pulled. But nevertheless, the Rams. Did what my beloved Chiefs could not do.
2: <laughs> and yeah. that was
1: beat Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now Matthew Stafford has beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. At on on at on the road. You look, y'all say what y'all want to say. I'm you better add this to this resume. That needs to be talked about in that type of context. Like, cause they want to do that for Aaron Rodgers all day long. They want to lead with that. Okay. In a head to head. Look what just Matthew Stafford just did. Hand no. So again, these resurgence of like I said, you got the Joe Burrows. You get you have to mention the the the, the Matthew Staffords. And that's now, twice what,
0: now. What's that? He's beat Tom Brady. Is it twice? Yeah, they beat him in week three this season, thirty four to twenty four.
1: Look at that. We ain't even talking about week three stuff. Here, <laughs> here we go. I
0: was like, I don't remember them playing. I just couldn't remember what happened. And yeah, they they definitely went out there and beat him. So it
1: wasn't a fluke.
0: No, it wasn't, and uh, like I said, I'm vindicated. I, I I've already made my statement about this.
1: You don't have to say nothing else because the whole world is now caught up. It took this. Th- this it was, shouldn't have though. I that's know, the problem. This was a get right week for novice NFL watchers. Fair weather, you know. I'm just, you know, I like football. I don't get so deep, and that's, you know, I, I respect all those type of people. But this, that's this kind of segment right now. That's for them because. <laughs> That you know, you, you it, it takes this to convince that type of group, you know, and, and unfortunately, in this some of it is fair because I see you don't, you know, people don't invest their time, but for the others who just, you know, just just, just run off the headlines, you yeah. know, that's as good as they go, you know, here you go. they not, maybe you need
0: to be even still, it doesn't take convinced. that much to look at it. It's just like, okay, just from year to year, the NFL changes, the landscape changes a lot, but a lot of the time. All of the seeds are right there in front of your face. You just got to take the second to just look at them and analyze it for just a minute, and then you'll really understand where things may be going and some of the things that you got to watch out for early on to, to to vindicate or to to validate what you think may happen based off of what you've seen. Right. And the second that I saw that Sean McVay went out of his way to go get Sean, go get Matthew Stafford. That to me was should have been the writing on the wall that Matthew Stafford is that good of a player because you know Sean McVay doesn't do anything without truly thinking about it beforehand.
1: No, and and then what was the indication last offseason before this trade happened for the Rams? There was that talk out there like, man, they had all the pieces, everything was in place, except However, the quarterback. You can just upgrade that quarterback position, yeah. Golf even with this team this year i think he would have had a lot of success maybe 10 and 7 I won't, I won't even put that much of a drop off it's just but you've seen the glaring differences we've seen it when he was there like in and there, there, when they was in when they was most successful if there was ever something that was just seemingly off about the offense it was always coming from the quarterback it's just yeah. like this
0: dude i mean chicago exposed them because they harassed jared goff that year that they that they went on to their super bowl run super mm-hmm. bowl 53 and Chicago came after him. They they knew exactly what they needed to do, and that was to rattle him. And the second that they did that, they all the, all Chicago needed to do was score twenty points because they knew a, a rattled Jared Goff is not going to be able to score more than I think the the score that they ended up with was sixteen,
1: something like that. And Todd Gurley was not a factor
0: whatsoever. No, because if you have if you have the rush defense, which Tampa Bay does have the rush defense. We saw that early in this game. Mm-hmm. It just takes the quarterback to open it up just a little bit. Just get one of those guys to get out of the box. Right. One of those guys. Because Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle are going to make it a make it a, a game. Cam Akers did it the wrong way <laughs> in this game by dropping the ball twice in this game and, and giving the ball back to to um to Tampa Bay. I will say this. Prop bet for cam Akers to have zero turnovers this next game hammer that because i sean mcveigh is probably literally right back there like just telling this dude you drop another damn ball you are never going to see this team
1: ever again that's deep i I don't know i look i think that's going to rest upon uh, daryl henderson's health like just with Sony Michelle back there as the next guy? I don't know if he's No, Cam Akers
0: brings something. He true from what I've seen from Cam Akers, Cam Akers brings a whole other dynamic to this back.
1: No, I understand and that. He, as he, long as And he is the original number one. Yeah. So I mean I didn't
0: Actually, think, no, that's not true. Daryl Henderson would have been the number one this season if he was
1: Cam was taking the first one this that was what that was that's what was being reported. He was actually gonna take the number one spot.
0: They they wanted to make him the number one, but Sean McVay was really a proponent of keeping Daryl Henderson the number one for that offense.
1: Yeah, he would have been number one for a week. <clears throat>
0: and it, it might have changed early on, but it was, I I've, I've truly feel, number week one, if Cam Akers was healthy and Daryl Henderson were healthy, they were going to trot Daryl Henderson out there and use Cam Akers as a change, change of pace back. Hmm. So, sure, maybe. But it, either way, those are the number one and number two over there. Right. Whichever order you wanted to put them in But Cam Akers has made himself number one this year After coming back from his injury And now Daryl Henderson, once he comes back From his injury, it's going to be like, well
1: be number Cam two Akers like has already done
0: it Unless Cam Akers is going to continue To fumble the ball and give the ball up
1: That is true, so, which is why Sonny Michelle might Just might not be going anywhere
0: <laughs> well, he's a free agent, so we'll see. Um, let's quickly in this episode just let everybody know. Yes, Buffalo in, in Kansas City. Kansas City pulled off the win 42 36. If you want to get our thoughts on this game, separate episode. So go check that out and, and you'll get all the information
2: Absolutely. there.